Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. 2 Samuel 1 And it came to be after the death of Saul, when David had returned from striking the Amalekites, that David remained two days in Ziklag. And it came to be on the third day that, see, a man came out of the camp from the shawl, with his garments torn and dust on his head. And it came to be when he came to David that he fell to the ground and did obeisance. And David said to him, From where do you come? And he said to him, I have escaped from the camp of Israel. And David said to him, What was the matter? Please inform me. And he said, The people have fled from the battle, and also many of the people have fallen and are dead. And Saul and Jonathan his son are dead too. And David said to the young man who informed him, How do you know that Saul and Jonathan are dead? And the young man who informed him said, By chance, I was on Mount Gilboa, and saw Saul leaning on his spear. And see, the chariots and horsemen followed hard after him. And when he looked behind him, he saw me and called to me, and I answered, Here I am. And he said to me, Who are you? So I answered to him, I am an Amalekite. And he said to me, Please stand over me and put me to death. For agony has seized me, but my life is still in me. So I stood beside him and put him to death, for I knew he would not live after he had fallen. And I took the diadem that was on his head and the bracelet that was on his arm and have brought them here to my master. And David took hold of his garments and tore them and also all the men who were with him. And they mourned and wept and fasted until evening for Saul and for Jonathan, his son. For the people of Yahweh and for the house of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. Then David asked the young man who informed him, Where are you from? And he answered, I am the son of a sojourner and a Malachite. And David said to him, How is it you were not afraid to stretch out your hand and destroy the anointed of Yahweh? And David called one of the young men and said, Draw near and fall on him. And he struck him, and he struck him so that he died. And David said to him, Your blood is on your head, for your own mouth has witnessed against you, saying, I myself have put to death the anointed of Yahweh. Then David lamented with this lamentation over Saul and over Jonathan his son, and he ordered the bow to be taught to the children of Yehuda. See, it is written in the book of Yashar. The splendor of Israel is slain on your high places. How the mighty have fallen. Declare it not in Gath. Proclaim it not in the streets of Ashkelon, lest the daughters of the Philistines rejoice, lest the daughters of the uncircumcised exult. Mountains of Gilboa, no dew or rain be upon you, no fields of offerings, for there the shield of the mighty lay rejected, the shield of Saul, not anointed with oil, from the blood of the slain, from the fat of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan did not turn back, and the sword of Saul did not return empty. Saul and Jonathan were beloved and pleasant in their lives, and in their death they were not parted. They were swifter than eagles, they were stronger than lions. Daughters of Israel, weep over Saul, wrap you in scarlet with finery. Daughters of Israel, who weep over Saul, 
who wrapped you in scarlet with finery, who decked your robes with ornaments of gold. How the mighty have fallen in the midst of the battle. Jonathan was slain in your high places. I am distressed for you, my brother Jonathan. You have been very pleasant to me. You, your love to me was wondrous, surpassing the love of women. How the mighty have fallen and the weapons of battle perish. And it came to be afterwards that David inquired of Yahweh, saying, Do I go up to any of the cities of Yehuda? And Yahweh said to him, Go up. And David said, Where should I go up? And he said, To Hebron. And David went up there, as well as his two wives, Ahinoam the Yisraelites, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal the Carmelite. And David brought up the men who were with him, each man with his household, and they dwelt in the cities of Hebron. And the men of Yehuda came and anointed David sovereign over the house of Yehuda there. They also reported to David, saying, The men of Yabesh Gilad are they who buried Saul. David then sent messengers to the men of Yabesh Gilad and said to them, You are blessed of Yahweh, for you have shown this loving commitment to your master, to Saul, that you buried him. And now Yahweh, showing loving commitment and truth to you, and I am also going to do you good, because you have done this deed. And now let your hands be strengthened, and be brave, for your master Saul is dead, and also the house of Yehuda has anointed me sovereign over them. But Abner, son of Ner, commander of the army of Saul, took Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, and brought him over to Mahanaim, and set him up in to reign over Gilad, and over the Asherites, and over Israel, and over Ephraim, and over Benjamin, and over Israel. Ishbosheth, son of Saul, was forty years old when he began to reign over Israel, and he reigned two years. Only the house of Yehuda followed David. And the time that David was sovereign in Hebron over the house of Yehuda was seven years and six new moons. And Abner, son of Ner, and the servants of Ishbosheth, son of Saul, went out from Mahanaim to Gibbon. And Joab, son of Seruiah, and the servants of David went out and met them by the pool of Gibbon. And they sat down on one on one side of the pool and the other on the other side of the pool. And Abner said to, said to Joab, Let the young men now rise and compete before us. And Joab said, Let them rise. And they rose and went over by twelve by number, twelve from Benjamin, followers of Ishbosheth, son of Saul, and twelve from the servants of David. And each man took hold of his opponent by the head and thrust his sword in his opponent's side, and they fell down together. So that place was called the Field of Sharp Swords, which is in Gibbon. And the battle was fierce that day, and Abner and the men of Israel were smitten before the servants of David. And there were three sons of Seruiah there, Joab and Abishai and Asael. And Asael was light on his feet as one of the gazelles in the field. And Asael pursued Abner, and in going he did not turn aside to the right or to the left from following Abner. Abner looked behind him and said, Are you Asael? And he answered, I am. And Abner said to him, Turn aside to your right or to, hand or to your left, and lay hold on one of the young men and take his armor for yourself. But Asael would not turn aside from following him. And Abner again said to Asael, Turn aside from following me. Why should I strike you to the ground? How then could I face your brother Joab? 
but he refused to turn aside and Abner struck him with the blunt end of the spear in the stomach so that the spear came out of his back. And he fell down there and died on the spot. And it came to be that as many as came to the place where Asahel fell down and died stood still. Joab and Abishai pursued Abner, and the sun was going down, and they came to the hill of Amma, which overlooks Gia by the way of the wilderness of Gibbon. And the children of Benjamin gathered together behind Abner and became a single company and took their stand on top of a hill. And Abner called to Joab and said, Should the sword devour forever? Do you not know that it is bitter in the latter end? And when are you going to stay? And when are you going to say to the people to turn back from pursuing their brothers? And Joab said, As Elohim lives, if you had not spoken, then all the people would have got given up pursuing their brothers only the next morning. Joab then blew with the shofar, and all the people halted and pursued Israel no further, nor did they fight any more. And Abner and his men went on all that night through the desert plain and passed over the Yarden and went through all Bithron, and they came to Mahanaim. And Joab turned back from pursuing Abner. When he had gathered all the people together, they there were missing of David's servants, nineteen men, and Asael. But the servants of David had stricken of Benjamin and Abner's men, three hundred and sixty men who died. And they brought Asael and buried him in his father's burial site, which was in Bethlehem. And Joab and his men went all night, and they came to Hebron at daybreak. And the fighting between the house of Saul and the house of David was long drawn out. But David was going on and was strong, and the house of Saul was going on and was weak. The sons were born to, and sons were born to David in Hebron, and his firstborn was Amon by Ahinoam the Israelitess, and his second, Kelab by Abigail the widow of Nabal the Camelite, and the third, Absalom son of Makkah, the daughter of Talmai, sovereign of Geshur, and the fourth, Adoniah, son of Haggith, and the fifth, Shephatiah, son of Abital, and the sixth, Ethraim, by David's wife, Eglah. These were born to David in Hebron. And it came to be, while there was fighting between the house of Saul and the house of David, that Abner was strengthening himself in the house of Saul. And Saul had a concubine, whose name was Ritzpah, daughter of Ayah. And Ishobeth said to Abner, Why have you gone into my father's concubine? And Abner was very displeased at the words of Ishbosheth, and said, Am I a dog's head that belongs to Yehuda, that I show loving commitment to the house of Saul, your father, to his brothers and to his friends today, and have not let you fall into the hand of David, that you charge me today with the sin concerning this woman? Elohim do so, does so to Abner, and more also, if I do not do for David as Yahweh has sworn to him, to cause the rain to pass over from the house of Saul, and to raise up the throne of David over Israel and over Yehuda, from Dan to Beersheba. And he was unable to answer Abner another word, because he feared him. And Abner sent messengers on his behalf to David, saying, Whose is the land? Saying also, Make your covenant with me, and see, my hand is with you to bring all Israel to you. And David said, Good, I make a covenant with you. Only one matter I am asking of you. You do not see my face unless you first bring Michal, daughter of Saul, when you come to see my face. David then sent messengers to Ishbosheth, son of Saul, saying, Give me my wife Michal, to whom I became engaged, 
for a hundred foreskins of the Philistines. And Ishbosheth sent and took her from her husband, from Paltiel, son of Laish. But her husband went with her to Bahurim, going on and weeping behind her. And Abner said to him, Go, turn back. And he turned back. And Abner had a word with the elders of Israel, saying, In time past you were seeking for David to be sovereign over you. And now do it. For Yahweh has spoken of David, saying, By the hand of my servant David, I save my people Israel from the hand of the Philistines and the hand of all their enemies. And Abner also spoke in the hearing of Binyamin. And Abner also went to speak in the hearing of David in Hebron, all that seemed good to Israel in all the house of Binyamin. And Abner and twenty men with him came to David at Hebron. And David made a feast for Abner and the men who were with him. And Abner said to David, Let me arise and go and gather all Israel to my master, the sovereign, and let them make a covenant with you, and you shall reign over all that your being desires. And David sent Abner away, and he went in peace. And see, the servants of David and Joab came from a raid and brought much spoil with them. But Abner was not with David in Hebron, for he had sent him away, and he had gone in peace. And Joab and all the army that was with him came, and they reported to Joab, saying, Abner, son of Ner, came to the sovereign, and he sent him away, and he has gone in peace. And Joab went to the sovereign and said, What have you done? See, Abner has come to you. Why is it that you sent him away, and he has already gone? You know that Abner, son of Ner, came to deceive you, to know you're going out and you're coming in, and to know all that you are doing. Joab then left David, and he sent messengers after Abner, who brought him back from the well of Sirah, but David did not know it. Thus Abner returned to Hebron, and Joab took him aside in the gate to speak with him privately, and there struck him in the stomach, so that he died for the blood of Asael his brother. And when David heard it afterwards, he said, My reign and I are guiltless before Yahweh forever of the blood of Abner son of Ner. Let it rest on the head of Joab and on all his father's house, and let there never fail to be in the house of Joab one who has a discharge or is a leper, or who was taking hold of a staff, or falls by the sword, or who lacks bread. So Joab and Abishai, his brother, killed Abner, because he had killed their brother Asael at Gibbon in the battle. And David said to Joab and to all the peoples who were with him, Tear your garments, gird yourselves with sackcloth, and mourn for Abner. And sovereign David followed the coffin, and they buried Abner in Hebron, and the sovereign lifted up his voice and wept at the burial site of Abner, and all the people wept. And the sovereign sang a lament over Abner and said, Should Abner die as a fool dies? Your hands were not bound, nor your feet put into shackles. As one falls before sons of evil, so you fell. And all the people wept over him again. And all the people came to cause David to eat food while it was still day. But David swore, saying, Elohim do so to me, and more also, if I taste bread or whatever else, till the sun goes down. And all the people took note of it, and it was good in their eyes, since whatever the sovereign did was good in the eyes of all the people. And all the people and all Israel knew that day that it had not been the sovereign's intent to kill Abner son of Ner. The sovereign also said to his servants, Do you not know that a prince and a great one has fallen in Israel today? And I am weak today though anointed sovereign, and these men, the sons of Seruya, are too harsh for me. Let Yahweh repay the evildoer according to his evil. Chapter 4 
And the son of Saul heard that Abner had died in Hebron, and he lost heart, and all Israel was troubled. And the son of Saul had two men, commanders of bands, and the name of one was Bana, and the name of the other was Rechab, sons of Rimmon the Barothite, of the children of Benjamin. For Baroth was also reckoned to Benjamin, because the Barothites fled to Gitayim and have been sojourners there until this day. Now Yohanathan, son of Saul, had a son who was lame in his feet. He was five years old when the news about Saul and Jonathan came from Israel. And his nurse took him up and fled. And it came to be as she hurried to flee that he fell and became lame. And his name was Mephibosheth. So the sons of Ribbon, so the sons of Rimmon the Berathite, Rechab and Bana, went and came at the heat of the day to the house of Ishbosheth, who was lying on his bed at noon. And they came into the midst of the house to fetch wheat, and they struck him in the stomach, and Rechab and his Bana, his brother, escaped. Thus they came into the house when he was lying on his bed in his bedroom, and they struck him and slew him and beheaded him. They took his head and went the way of the desert plain all night, and brought... <clears throat> And brought the head of Ishibosheth to David at Hebron, and said to the sovereign, See the head of Ishibosheth, the son of Saul, your enemy, who sought your life. So Yahweh has given my master the sovereign vengeance on Saul and his seed this day. And David answered Rechab and Bana his brother, sons of Rimmon the Barothite, and said to them, As Yahweh lives, who has ransomed my life out of all distress. When someone reported to me, saying, See, Saul is dead, and he was a bearer of good news in his own eyes, I then took hold of him and killed him in Ziklag, which was the reward I gave him for his news. How much more, when wrong men have killed a righteous man in his own house on his bed, should I not now require his blood at your hand and remove you from the earth? And David commanded his young men, and they killed them, and cut off their hands and feet, and hanged them by the pool in Hebron. And they took the head of Ishiboseth and buried it in the burial site of Abner in Hebron. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you and may his light shine upon you.